Ultra. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the logger end of the world's end, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli and the Enablers. Yay. <laughs> and uh, today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 22, which begins with Gary turning around to check out the mother's ass and ends with Gary going into tour guide mode. Yep. I just, yep. Imagined, uh, I just imagined someone thinking this whole time that it was tour guy. Tour guy. I'll be your tour guy today. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, he just like he like I mean he he just full on turns around with her passing, like as she's passing. Yeah. Like in time with with like with her passing, turns completely around and just like freaks out about her butt. It almost seems so it's interesting that you say that. I I definitely don't doubt that, but his body language seems like he's like mimicking or mocking her in some way. Oh, really? I don't know. The way that he's like, oh, dirt, 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 with like his finger oh, out. That's it, I, I don't know. Okay. To me, that to my my body language of to me that doesn't. I, I again, I agree with you that that's what he's doing, but. Yeah. To me, that body language is so interesting because it seems like he's like making fun. That's like the way you make fun of your principal or your, I don't know. It It's something about, it's, it's, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's something about like the way that he's like, he's sort of bouncing up and down. It's almost like he's like kind of hard. Mimic- yeah. Like he's like mimicking her butt. Like, yeah. Like, oh, look at that ass go up and down. Yeah. 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 Um, Oh, like he's doing like that kind of thing. Like, yeah, you know what? I don't I, know. It's so you know what I like doing. You know what's a great? Uh, I don't know. Like guy com- com- commiserating moment that I miss having with like my guy friends is way later after the fact being yeah. like, "Do you remember that? Remember that mom that we passed?" And then everyone having that shared. Like, oh yeah! Oh Just yeah! Like, oh, you noticed your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. To me, that's always, of course, way better than like the shitty, like, uh, wolf, I don't know, making the girl uncomfortable in the moment, but like kind of after the yeah. fact. Right. Uh, that's like the only time. That's like the closest I've, I don't think I've ever, thankfully, I don't think I've ever had anyone in my company like do what Gary did, like on the street. Uh, I definitely have, but it was always like, it was a thing that was like sort of, like it was one of those things where they were trying to be sort of like ironic, funny. Sure. But it was, but it was like, you know, it was like in high school. So it was like, yeah, a long time ago. And so these things were not uh, as frowned upon as they are now. Yeah. And so, and so, this or at the least early... not as openly frowned upon as they are now. Yeah. It was the early um, 2000s, the Shrek era. Yeah. 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 And so, like, you know, he would do these things to be like, oh, look at me. I'm being like a gross guy. But also he genuinely thought 
the person was hot. Yeah. And so it was, it was, uh, yeah, he would act like, I had a friend who would like act like a creep like this, but it was like ironic, but then he did it so often that it ceased being ironic. And then right. he, was, he, he was, just became a creep. He was protecting himself with a coat yeah. of irony. Right. To, right. To mask genuine intention. Right. Exactly. Whereas like, you know, the kind of unironic, like, hey, Oma. Looking good today, baby. Yeah, like right. you know, like this is just this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm thinking and saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything else going on. <laughs> Yo, you looking good today, Mark? Come over here. Yeah. yeah. Where you going? Ah, you, all right. She's gone. Uh, a small detail <laughs> that I I really enjoy is uh, after they after they end up walking away. Which, by the way, I love. I love Oliver's just sort of like passive like look over. Yeah, like. What's he freaking out? Oh, her? All right. <laughs> his phone. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, he's right, whatever. just on his phone. It's so great. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so as we're wa- as they're walking through this parking lot to get to the first post, um, if you look in the parking lot, all these cars parked, and they're all the same car, and it's the car that was in all of the electric car advertisements that we've been seeing. In the movie, uh, okay, and so everyone, everyone in uh, in Newton Haven owns the same car in either blue or green, because those are the two those those are the two colors associated with the film: that's... green for the mint cornetto and blue for the color of the light that comes out of their eyes that's and mouths. So great! I've never noticed that before. Yeah, and they're all electric because they're it's better. It makes yeah, more it's better. It makes, Better for the environment. It makes yeah. more sense. Why wouldn't you take care of the environment of the planet that you're on? Right. Yeah. Stupid. To a <laughs> to a logic based society like the network, that would be a no brainer. Right. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I also I I have to point out that um, the script here. So I'm going to read you the entirety of the of the sequence that we've just watched, which is roughly about like a, like it's like a full minute. 15 like you know like of, it's, of movie uh, of the movie like this sequence yeah. right this this uh this so young suede sequence yeah. is about about like uh like like 75 seconds something like that sure um and the the sequence in the script just says exterior streets of newton haven day so young by suede plays as the group swagger along in slow-mo various passerby regard them with mild indifference uh, Newton Haven in all its underwhelming glory, floral displays, ring roads, neat avenues. They walk past five teenage boys and see a reflection of their former selves. Gary nods to them as if they have something in common. <laughs> Gary rings someone's doorbell and runs off, forcing the others to do the same. Gary laughs. They don't. <laughs> and then it cuts to Gary is poised one foot up on a picnic table in front of the first post. So that that whole 75-second sequence is roughly two inches of page length on on this script. So it's interesting that like while a lot of the dialogue, yeah. because it's very fast, it, it moves through it really quickly, mm-hmm. the script. But anytime that there's something that's like action or like a montage of some kind, it takes up way longer in the runtime of the actual movie than it does in the script. I'm, rel- um, I'm relieved to hear that as a screenwriter. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I think so often I'm like, I think the burden of it, the burden that I think screenwriters 
should relieve themselves from is like, oh, this doesn't have to be, I can just sort of describe what I want it to the vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go beat for beat and then there's a joke and then this happens and then we get to the next dialogue. You can just be like, they walk, this happens. Here's moments that I would like right, to kind of show like, oh, like they're mildly indifferent to everybody. It's an underwhelming town. Right. Uh, there's a great, I, I really love that moment where Gary kind of like, eh, where he tips, tips his invisible hat to the teenagers and the teenagers just like, don't give a shit. Yeah, it's perfect. It, it's uh, it's perfect even bef- even during your first viewing if you don't know that those are blanks, right? Or or and specifically the blanks that they're going to fight in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, because, at least the leader is. I don't know about the other the other four. Yeah. I don't think are the ones that they fight, but the leader definitely is. I remember watching that the first time and just it's it it got such a groan, like a good groan from the audience because they're like, "Oh, Gary is so that guy." Yeah, that yeah. doesn't doesn't know that he's old. That doesn't yeah. that doesn't think he's like ah we get we understand each other youths yeah yeah or like oh this thirty something year old dude is looking at me yeah I and I just they just ignore him yeah um, <laughs> they they look right at him and then just blow him off do um, you encounter young people I mean not obviously not now but in in, in the before times like would you when you like go to Disneyland or Universal. Would you like bump into teenagers a lot? Do you interact with kids at all? <laughs> no, I I mean I do everything in my power to stay away from them because teenagers uh terrify me because they have no morals. Like Edgar Wright, they terrify you. <laughs> yeah, they're terrifying. They're like teenagers are scary. Um <laughs> they you never know what they're going to do because they have no moral compass. They're they're like uh they're like little monsters. Um, I back when I was subbing, back when I was a substitute teacher, I always kind of preferred working with high schoolers compared to little kids because uh-huh. with little little kids, I was always like afraid of breaking them. Oh yeah. Of like, Hey, uh, Hey guys, we're, we're with teenagers. I'd be like, Hey, fuck it. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I, but I think the difference there is, is situational. Like sure. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's strange teenagers. That yeah. freaked me out. You were in a position of power, and so you had a leg up on them, yeah. which – because of the situation. Whereas, like, if I'm just running into some teenagers, like, at a, at a, at a you know, amusement park, mm-hmm. like, they could spit on me and laugh and run away, and I can't really yeah. do anything about it, you know? When like, I was uh, – when I was working they're, at they're, a they're, – they're, they're, they're like little sociopaths. So, I, so, so, here's a, so here's a question. Both – you know, you and I have similar – you used to have similar jobs. Uh-huh. Uh where teenagers would come sometimes. Uh-huh. When sure. I, I when I had teenage customers, I was always a little bit relieved because for whatever reason they were always kind of like Oh, we're out. This is great. We're we're oh. at a, we're at a restaurant. Oh weird. We're yeah, hang- no, I never I had the opposite feeling. Fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I always <laughs> felt like they, they, yeah, they're like little sociopaths. Um, See, little kids in and 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 restaurants, they would freak me out because they would like <laughs> just be screaming. Yeah, the little kids never bothered me because the little kids always seem really excited to be there. So I think we had like opposite situations because of where we work. That's so interesting. It's so interesting to me that Edgar Wright, because we've talked about this on all three seasons of this of the show, that Edgar Wright is intimidated by young people. Youths, youths. 
they scare him. <laughs> and we're not even like I think he's on record in commentaries and interviews saying that yeah, like young people intimidate him and scare him. Right. And it's so interesting to me because to me Edgar Wright seems to be from the outside like an eternally youthful, cool person. Right. Where no matter if he's 35 or 45, he's still like has a 100 favorite songs from that year. Sure, but or the, is like the, going out to clubs and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but the difference there, and I I can under, I understand this from from Edgar Wright's perspective, is that teenagers are fucking sociopaths, and so they don't <laughs> give a shit. Like you don't impress them. Like yeah, yeah. You're not cool. You're old. Like right, yeah. Sh- shut the fuck up. Like stop, stop. Like you, like it, it doesn't. Like the fact that Edgar Wright has like a best songs of 2019 playlist makes him fucking lame because <laughs> any songs that he likes aren't going to be good because he's old. Okay. So like I, like it just they they don't they don't give a shit about anyone but themselves. Like that's that's the that's the problem with teenagers because I feel like they don't break out of that until they're much older. Sure, uh, like for, early for 20s. most of them. And I, I obviously I'm generalizing. There's always like some really cool teenagers. But like in general, I think like when you think of like quote unquote youths, um I'm thinking of like the terrifying sociopathic kind who sure. are they don't care about anyone but themselves and unless you if you know, if they deem you to not have anything to offer them, then you're nothing. You're not yeah. even a real person. I think I'm I think I I don't know. I guess like you're much more empathetic about young people, though, in general, like you you're much more interested in like the next generation. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, they're the hope for America. But like, well, I relate to them because they're all depressed. Yeah. Well, but are they or or is it just the ones that you happen to see on social media because they're clever? So they get retweeted more. I don't know. I don't know who I I don't know if I, I I'm thinking about like. I don't know. Whenever I would see kids at work, they were always just like, oh, fuck. I don't know. Or they'd be with their friends and they'd be with their dates. And I'd be like, oh, it's fun. Look at them having a good time. Yeah. Enjoy it while this, well, you can go outside. Yeah. I More than anything, I think I, I, I fear uh, youths in groups. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, not not like if they're like if it's just two of them like on a date or something. Like I don't – I'm not intimidated by that yeah, but, at all. But, but like a pack – when there's like when there's like three or more like teenage boys, it's like no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and stay the, the fuck away from them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to be. I mean, I look like a fucking nerd, and and like I don't I don't want to be like I don't I don't want to be the thing that one of them uses to prove that they're like a tough guy, <laughs> you know? Like yeah, look, no, for look, sure. I'm gonna fuck with this fucking old nerd. Check this out. <laughs> Watch this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just, like, full body I punches, yeah. yeah, well, no, I don't think they would no, like, I know, punch I know, me or I know, anything, yeah, but, yeah. you know, like, just, just fucking with me. And I yeah, just, yeah, like, using you as, like, a, as a, as the butt of a joke or whatever. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I don't, I just don't, I don't have, I never had the patience for bullying, like, because I just thought it was so fucking stupid, like, mm-hmm. even in, in high school, like, I, but they just, they're so stupid that they don't see how stupid they look. Sure. And instead, they think that they're making you look stupid and then they're la- like, it's just, it's the whole, I just want to avoid the situation entirely. It's just all bad. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, anyway. I don't know. They're monsters. I guess I feel, I guess I feel bad for them because they're going to have to be alive longer than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they get. Yeah. You get, you get to see how shitty it gets. 
That's that's what they get for being younger than us. Yeah, I'm gonna bounce right before it gets real bad. <laughs> Twenty twenty sixty ish. That's when I'm gonna bounce, and you're gonna be still in your forties, <laughs> living 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 underground. <laughs> Jokes on you. Jokes on you, <laughs> fucker. We had the nineties. <laughs> uh and so, uh, one of my favorite little, oh, well, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know that I don't, I, I almost skipped the ding dong ditch stuff and I don't want to skip that, but yeah, uh, it's so we get some great, they're almost, they're almost having a good time. It looks like Steven kind of claps Gary on the back. Yeah. Steven, Steven seems to be having the best time. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, I think he's having, he's already having a good time. He's letting himself enjoy this. He's in, the, he's in the present moment. He's like, this is kind of cool. I'm back in my hometown. Yeah. Seeing like, this, this, is, this is a little fun. Sure. Like, but, I, I, can, I can see the joy in this. Yeah. Oliver, yeah. Oliver's on his phone. Oliver's like the Jeff Winger. He's on his phone. Yep. Andy is visibly uncomfortable. Pete is just trying to survive the night. And, uh, and O-Man just seems kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's really <laughs> funny to me that the guy they're ding-dong ditching looks like exactly their age. Yeah, isn't he the guy who was the bully of Pete? I assume that that's I, Oh, I, I don't know. Thought, I always thought this was the same guy that that is the grown-up version of Pete's bully, and that's why Pete is like running the fuck out of there. Oh. Cuz he's like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> it's that guy." Yeah. Because, like, he's the one that has, like, the most serious look on his face mm-hmm. after the ding-dong ditch. Yeah, maybe uh, that I is I think the he guy. sees him come out the door and then runs, and he's, like, uh, really serious about it. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're I right. think yeah, that's you who it is. <laughs> Man, I, I really – uh, It's hard to tell, though, because he's, like, kind of blurry in the background. Yeah. And, like, he's I, out I, of focus. And I don't have a good visual image of him in that scene that he's right. going to have later on. Just right. now noticing O-Man's uh, jacket. What do you call that? A kerchief? Oh yeah, so extra. Yeah, he's very fancy. He's a fancy, he's a fancy boy. He's a fancy boy. Yeah, I like Gary. Got, Lewis and- I I love the plaid the plaid uh, suit. It reminds me of uh, Hannibal on Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. Han- Hannibal. His, Hannibal. Yeah, that was his move. Was the plaid suit? Can you imagine Mads Mikkelsen ding dong ditching someone? <laughs> I just did, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I have ding dong ditched you. <laughs> uh, so we arrive at the first post. And, I, l- uh, I love that he's like Gary's so v- manic. Like, come on, come on. And then completely like post. <laughs> like waiting. <laughs> I love Andy's reaction to it. Oh, too. fucking hell. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. So he just like, here he goes. <laughs> Until 1840. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, I kind of wish Gary had had this vibe the whole time. Like yeah. at each bar, he had like a little a little thing to say. Yeah, like a little uh I, I, I don't think I, I don't think this is annoying when you do this. I don't want you to take that from this. But uh one of the best parts about going to a theme park with you is you're so learned in everything. Uh-huh. That you you do know like why that car looks like it's been driven through a wall at City Walk. You're right, yeah. You know, and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like 
I don't know. That's what it reminds me of. It's like I like I like the thing that Gary has taken the time to learn about the history of each pub to get ready for this this journey. Yeah, I think it would have been cool if he did it for each one. I guess. I mean, you know, again, like the movie's great as is, it's perfect. <laughs> um, I I wouldn't want them to just like shoehorn in sections of Gary just like tour guiding. Um, <laughs> but but uh, but I do like it. I enjoy it. I think it, it's, uh, I think so, it's fun. So eighteen forty three. Yeah, nothing in America, nothing in my city is lo- is still up from 1843. Yeah, yeah, very little anyway. Very little. Maybe there's um, like mostly East Coast stuff. I think. Right. Yeah. East Coast stuff and like some historical landmarks. Mm-hmm. You know, like a like a fort. Yeah. You know, during the Civil War. Oh, like, you know, know, 300 Confederate soldiers starved to death in a shack. But even that's after 1840. That's true. That's true. The Civil War was like 1860s. Yes. Very very true. So, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's that's I think the most I think that's the coolest part of going to, you know, Europe is just seeing all this like really, really old shit still standing. Oh, I bet. It's why I, yeah, I would love to go to England someday and just yeah. m- marvel at every, every ran pub ran. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, I but, see. uh, but yeah, we'll have, uh, we'll have more of his, uh, his monologue tomorrow. Cause it really just gets started here for sure. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, listeners, uh, doing genre.com slash Amazon, uh, next time you feel like shopping on Amazon, bookmark it, that link. Uh, a little bit of it will uh, go our way, and uh, it'll it'll help us out. It's probably the next best thing monetary-wise that you could help us out with. Of course, as always, the Patreon is probably the most helpful thing. But uh, if that's <laughs> it's too much fucking bother for you, <laughs> and you prefer to, uh, uh, you know, do it this way, uh, it really helps us out. Doinglesowner.com slash Amazon. And uh, hit us up. Let us know. What do you guys think about teenagers? Do they scare you? <laughs> Are you scared of teenagers? <laughs> I want to recreate that that commercial from Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're ready to believe you. We're ready to believe you. Oh, man. Uh, and uh, yeah. we'll be back at you tomorrow to Annihilate Minute 23. But for now... Let's boo-boo.